JC Bones, how you doing? Uh, we're living, man. We're living that quarantine life right now. I can tell you, man, you're looking good. You're not looking, you're not looking a red vest, uh, prom tuxedo good, but you're looking good. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty fly uh, picture, though, right? Dope, 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 dope. Has- hashtag stud muffin. <laughs> Love it, man. Yeah, living the quarantine life. Uh, my wife and I are, are, are keeping up with the wrestling. We're keeping up with uh, the dark. I'm showing her some some older stuff, and uh, you can see on here still rocking my wrestling T-shirts every day. Every day, love it, love it. So for those of you that are listening to this right now, myself and Maddie G are going to be recording a fun little mini series, if you will. For your listening pleasure, for your... Ho- ho- hopefully very many. Ho- hopefully very many. Uh, for your, your kayfabe consumption o- over the next few weeks, uh, entitled Nothing to Wrestle With. Thank you, Conrad and Bruce. <laughs> Love it. Uh, this is about wrestling in quarantine. We're going to focus a lot on like the state of wrestling and what it does for the world of, enter- of sports entertainment, the world of pro wrestling itself, and what it's doing for uh, the public, for us, the, the fans... You know, as we're stuck at home on this staycation because it's almost too scary to even step foot outside. You know, hopefully this pandemic blows over. Uh, but in the meantime, wrestling is still there to entertain us. Now, we're going to give you guys a quick introduction to stuff we're going to talk about. And we're going to start hitting our full episodes within the next week. So make sure you stay tuned to the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Check out our Twitter at Fourth Wall Pop. That's F-O-U-R-T-H-W-A-L-L. Pop. On Twitter for more information on the day that we're going to drop episode number one. So, Maddie G, I don't know if you saw, man, but I saw some reports about WWE and AEW potentially still having enough content for the next few weeks. Yeah, doing doing some reading. I, I've got to say, you know, I know we're going to keep this short, so I'm sure we'll definitely start off uh, episode one uh either going back to the beginning or at least back to mania. But I've got to say, uh, AEW has been crushing it. Uh, if they're recording the kind of stuff that they've been doing, I think they're going to be fine for the next few weeks. And I got to tell you the Monday night raw after mania. I mean, that was top shelf. That was, I think the best thing that WWE has put out. So if they're going to be recording these kinds of things to carry us through the next couple of weeks, I got to tell you, my, my eyeballs are going to be tuned in. So hopefully we do get at least that next month going right now. Uh, I know the Khan family, uh, has a little bit more real estate than the McMahon family. Um, you know, it looked like we saw a little bit of turf in the undisclosed location last week. So, you know, WWE's definitely got the production facilities. It's got the performance center. It's got things like that, uh, where they can really make it their own unless there's a statewide lockdown. The funny thing is to me though, um, they're both in the same state. We're talking about Jacksonville and Orlando. So right. if the governor or the president decrees something one way or the other, it's going to affect both. So it's, it's really, let's see how much they have in the can. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you said how the Raw After Mania was a good show, because I actually saw on social media, 
which is just one of the most toxic places to be. The anyway, worst. Uh, a lot of people did not like the quality of the Raw after Mania, and I don't, I don't understand what the issue was because, you know, we, we, Maddie, you and I, we, we were texting in our little group chat as we were watching Raw, and we probably all expected them to show a replay of a match from this past weekend because they've been doing nothing but showing replays leading up to Mania. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very happy that when they showed the Boneyard match, it was just clips and it was not highlights. The whole match start to finish, which was which was done very well. Very I well. I liked how that was short and sweet, but you kept seeing fresh new matchups. You know, everyone's biggest complaint is the roster is too big and there's so many wrestlers that don't get the chance. A lot of the ones that don't get the chance are getting the chance. They're the ones that are at the Performance Center all the time because they're not on TV a lot. So they're already yep. living in Florida. Those are the ones that are most accessible to the WWE right now due to the the travel bans in, in certain areas, you know, and just for everyone's safety. So we got to see Apollo Crews put on a clinic, clinic. with Alistair Black on, on Monday with three commercial breaks. When's, when's the last time he got a three-segment match? Right. When's the first time he got a three-segment match? Because I think it was last night. No, yeah, that that was the first, and hopefully that, that's the start because he fucking looks good. And you know what I like, too? When he came out, he wasn't smiling ear to ear. Nope. He nope. needs to he get rid of the smile gimmick. Yeah, and that's what I liked about it. And he fucking looked so good. So good in that ring against Alistair Black. Well, I actually thought he would have came out with a win. And I think you said it, man. That would not have hurt Alistair at that point. No, no. Alistair Black didn't need the win. And, and Apollo really, I don't want to say he needed it because he is so far gone. Anything positive for him as a step up. I just want to see this momentum keep going. You know, Alistair Black was was playing shades of gray baby face. He's definitely he's he's not healing it up. You know, let Cedric get nasty. Get rid of that smile. Let him get a little heel. Be a bit of a dick. Give him a reason. WWE is a baby face company. Their heels are few, far between, and super gimmicky. You got a guy like Apollo Cruz who's got the look. He's got the talent. He's a smaller guy, so he can wrestle smaller dudes, but he's super slapped up, so he can wrestle the bigger dudes. That is a five-tool player. Give him an attitude. Maybe even give him a mouthpiece. Throw him that Zelina Vega stable. Do something with him. Right. But this could be the start, and that win would have helped. However, I don't think yesterday hurt him at all. No, I agree. I, I think he had such a good showing, and he and again the match was so long that he they, there was enough time for people to really see what Apollo can do in the in the ring. So that that loss did not hurt him in any way. Yeah, it wasn't a get your shit in match. It right. was a like let's go out and have a match match. Mm-hmm. Little inside, little outside, some finishers, some some good stuff. And you know what else I like too? They didn't rely on his pure like gymnast athleticism they let him chain wrestle they let him grapple they let him play i I don't want to say dirty but they let him you know do some shit they were tossing each other around it wasn't just backflip lay down take the pin right now let's let's look at 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 the broader picture here let's look at all the stars that we saw on monday night raw we saw a huge a very young austin theory Angel Garza, who just came to the main roster. Bianca Belair, who now made her official debut on the quote-unquote main roster. Good addition. So we get to see all of these younger wrestlers. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, like we're talking about Apollo, even Apollo Crews. Well, I'll consider him a younger wrestler because he's still younger in age. But he hasn't had that, that, that limelight, that time to shine yet on the main roster. So with all that's been going on, a lot of people have been talking about there potentially being a hard reset. 
once things pan out, we can potentially get back to whatever our new normal is going to be after all mm-hmm. is said and done. Because you know it ain't going back to normal. It's going to be a whole new normal for us. But, but yeah. So do you think a hard reset, like what would that entail? I, I don't know. We did. Yeah. We did see a Cedric Alexander tagging with Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they put a lot of time into the Street Profits, who were nothing but mouthpieces in the beginning. Right. Then you know, keeping you know br- breaking breaking the walls down. You know, doing doing the 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 whatever you want to call it to bring Bianca Belair in and letting it be known that you know there's something real there. You know, there, there's a shoot relationship. Um, I, I think a hard reset where you're taking the quote unquote younger talent. I don't necessarily mean age. I mean, like you were saying, the guys who might not have had a predominant role and giving them the ball, letting them run with it. Uh, also I think WWE is listening to the reports. Um, a little bit of production goes a long way. A little bit of cinematic wrestling really helped and a little bit more. I I, I hate to use the word. I mean, because it, it became to me, just a little overdone in the promos, but a little bit more gritty. I felt like Raw last night was more like a dynamite. They had younger guys that you might not be familiar with. If you've never watched NXT, you don't know who Bianca Belair is. Right. And she came out looking great. She like, looked like, like a, a million dollars, like a true superstar. And she be- like she belonged there. She belonged on Raw. If if they're going to take the direction that Dynamite's going, where they're going to use their veterans to help boost talent as opposed to just stepping on it, you know, the new upcoming guys, look at guys like a Zack Ryder, man. He's been there so long as a yep. step stool. Yep. He's a veteran now. He's got more matches behind him than in front of him. And that guy, he got himself over on the internet before the internet was popular, yep. you know? These guys that are doing their thing on on this social media or on the internet through Twitter, things like that, you know, if they're gonna make themselves a star and get a following and then get a shot on TV, I, I think a hard reset's a good idea. Now, do you think the hard reset? I'm gonna pose this last question for you for today's little teaser episode. Certainly. Okay. So do you think a hard reset would entail a full draft amongst four brands that's including nxt and nxt uk i'd have to say not i'd have to say a full reset might be taking what we've been dealt now and maybe giving wrestlers a month or six weeks off after mania have it be a quote-unquote season Sit down, put together year-long storylines. Take one of the 800 pay-per-views off the books. I'm not a huge fan of the draft thing. I think that NXT being NXT needs to stay the way it is. Yes, it's the third brand, but they can also use that as a way to introduce new talent. Bringing somebody like a Bianca Belair up, because what what were they going to do? Give her the belt? in NXT and then bring her up or not bring her up at all. I think Bianca Belair ran her course where she was interfering and she was in the title picture and everything was great. She's devastating and dominant, but now they're going to put her up onto raw. Um, I don't know if I agree with a draft. I never really have, but I think some sort of reset, be it, be it either a draft if it comes or time off or yeah, you know, a real honest to goodness. Yo, that was then. This is now kind of moment. And you think also this might be starting a whole new era? 
Oh, this is definitely, you know, um, I, I, I hate to bring it up. It's, it's, it's super taboo, but you know, everybody talks about living in a post nine 11 world. Um, I think the world of wrestling is definitely going to be split up into your golden era, your attitude era, your PG era, your ruthless aggression era. It's a very short intro, but your AEW stepping up to the plate era and now post coronavirus era. You're right. I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, I think this is the very beginning of something completely different. Yeah, and we again, we have to look at who who is holding the titles right now. Who is running the brands? We got Drew McIntyre. We got Becky Lynch. We have Bailey. We have Braun Strowman. We have Charlotte. We have Adam Cole. We have uh, we have all some new faces in the title picture now, leading us into like you said earlier, this potential new season we might be getting of pro wrestling and sports entertainment. Yeah. So. And, and you know what? It would be something nice if they were to rewrite a few things like, hey, man, remember defending the title every now and again? Yep. You know, maybe maybe the big belt doesn't get put on every single week or every single pay-per-view. Maybe you make the Drew McIntyre the guy that people have to fight each other to get to. Get to. Yes. So, yeah, you never know. This, yeah. this could be that uh, aha moment for wrestling in America. Right. So all we could do now is unfortunately wait and see, wait in the confines of the four walls of our homes. So ah, I see what you did there. What I did there, right? So hopefully everyone who's listening to this is staying safe and uh, just hashtag stay home. Let's let's kick this pandemic in the ass so we can get back to whatever our new normal is going to be, and we can get back to going to see live events like pro wrestling, like a football game or baseball game or hockey. Uh, or just go to the bar and shoot the shit with the boys. Or, or birthday parties, weddings. Or birthday like, parties, like, weddings, like, yes. Like the, these are milestones in life, man. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I definitely want to hit up a happy hour with the friends and bend the elbow a little bit. But, like, hey, man, I've got friends celebrating birthdays from their driveway while cars pass. Right, right. And for, you know, you, you and I, we need these weddings and parties to kick back up so we can start paying <laughs> our bills again. Yeah, absolutely. Every time that financial discussion comes up, I'm like, yep, 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 June. Yeah, exactly, June. June. I'll be working again in a few months. <laughs> uh, so on that note, uh, for those of you that are listening, thank you so much for tuning in to our first pilot episode of Nothing to Wrestle With. So on that note, once again, I am JC Bones. I'm Matty G. I want everyone to take care. Yeah, everyone out there, keep on partying in the free world, and we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Peace.